Welcome to the Attracting Lasting Love podcast presented by CoachingWithFroy.com. You've found the place where single adults come for mindful wisdom and insight into how to attract and create healthy, lasting, conscious relationships. And now, here's your host, the owner of CoachingWithFroy.com, number one best-selling author, certified relationship coach, and TV analyst, Roy Biancalana. Well, hello again, and welcome to another edition of the Attracting Lasting Love podcast. My name is Roy Biancalana, and today I have a special treat for you. I sort of have a guest. Now, by sort of, I mean I'm not interviewing someone live. I am playing a recording of one of their teachings, and I have heard this teaching a number of times, and it is taught me so much and it has touched me so much that I just had the thought, you know, I want to share this with my audience. I want to make sure that you hear what this person is saying so that it can maybe make a difference in your life like it has in mine, right? So let me tell you a little bit about what you're going to hear. This is a recording that's made by a Buddhist nun by the name of Jayasara. Now, I first heard this on Sam Harris's Waking Up app. And you heard me talk about the Waking Up app. It is by far, I think, the best digital spiritual growth resource in the world today. If you don't have the Waking Up app, you really do need to get it. I mean, I just, I can't imagine not having it. I use it so often in my own spiritual practice. Now the app does cost like, I think it's a hundred dollars a year. Okay. But you can get it for free. Sam has made it publicly known that he doesn't want anyone to not have access to the app because of money. So if you just write an email to support at wakingup.com, you can get the app for an entire year for free. Okay. So you just got to do that. Now, on this app, there's a n- number of meditation teachers. He has guest teachers that share their perspectives on spiritual growth and relationships and all kinds of topics for emotional development and, you know, living, you know, an examined life. And one of the teachers that is on the app is this person named Jayasara. Now, when you hear her voice, you're just going to love it. It's the sweetest, softest, gentlest voice I think I've ever heard. She has like an Australian accent. It is incredible. In fact, there's some nights when I can't fall asleep. I will just put her on and I'll listen to it and I go straight to sleep. I <laughs> I don't think that that's what her goal is <laughs> necessarily, but you'll know what I mean once you listen to her. Now, What is she talking about? She is basically taking an ancient teaching from, uh, you know, an ancient mystic yogi by the name of Tilopa. She's taking something that Tilopa taught in the year 1000, and she's just expounding on it. So she's taking his teaching and elaborating on it for you in the recording that you're about to hear. Now, like I said, Tilopa was one of these ancient masters, you know, one of these ancient enlightened yogis that lived, you know, 
1100 years ago or something or a thousand years ago. And I just find it, I find it so comforting to know that someone who lived so long ago and has no idea about our culture and our way of life and the things that we experience every day, I just find it comforting when they have a teaching that is just so timeless that what he was teaching applied to people in the year 1000. And you're going to hear, oh my God, they apply to now just as much, right? That's when I really think you're on to something that we could call truth. When it really transcends time, that it never goes out of style. If it meant something 2,000 years ago, it means something today. And Talopa's teaching is like that. And Jayasara is taking the teaching and expounding on it. Now, what is the teaching? Well, the name of it is called, or it's been translated to, to mean six words of advice. So Talopa's teaching that she's expounding on could have and was communicated in one sentence. <laughs> so the whole teaching might have taken 15 seconds to say. But as you'll hear, there's a lot to it. And she's expounding on it and elaborating it and on it and, you know, giving some insight into it. Okay? But the teaching was, is very short, very direct, and it was called the six words of advice. Now, they're not really words. They're phrases, right? And the other name of this was called six nails, meaning like these six things hit the nail on the head, okay? So what you're going to hear is very simple, very direct, um, and ultimately very powerful. Now, a couple of things I want to say to prepare you for this. The first is these six things are so powerful that they could be overwhelming in the sense of you will come away from hearing this saying, oh my God, that's so clear. And yes, that's so true, but, you know, easier said than done, okay? You're going to feel that way. Easier said than done, okay? So what I'm advising you is not trying to like do all six of these things. You just might end up feeling like it's too much and I can't do it. You get discouraged and sort of give up. So maybe listen to these six and listen for maybe one of them that that when you hear it, you're like, okay, that's the one that I need to focus on for me. That's where I slip up. And so narrow it down maybe to something that's, you know, easier to sort of focus on rather than maybe getting overwhelmed by all six of them. Okay. The second thing I want to say is you're going to hear her speaking about these, like in a context of meditation. Okay. Now, as any good meditation teacher is going to tell you, meditation really doesn't refer to just the moments when you're sitting on the cushion or in your chair for 10 minutes or 15 minutes. Meditation really is a way of life. So when you hear the, 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 the word meditation, I really want you to substitute my life 
in place of it. So she says, don't do something in meditation. I want you to hear it as don't do something in my life. Okay? Meditation and our lives in general, in this context, are synonyms. They're the same thing. All right? Does that make sense? Okay. So I think that sets the context about who Jayasara is and who Talopa is and the teaching. Uh, I don't think there's anything else that you need at this point, except to say this. I want you to try to listen to this podcast in sort of a meditative way. Like I'm imagining most people listen to podcasts and this podcast as you're driving down the road or maybe you're on a treadmill or you're taking a walk or you're doing chores around the house and you've just got it on. Those are the ways that I listen to podcasts and that's fine, perfectly fine. Except I think this one, you will, you will get the greatest benefit if maybe you sit down in your favorite chair or your favorite place on the couch or get in bed, prop yourself up with some pillows and really get in an undistracted place to hear what JSR has to say about Tolopa's six words of advice. So get yourself in that space and enjoy. So now I bring you Jayasara expounding on Tolopa's six words of advice. So I invite you all to just come into an upright seated position if you can. If that's possible for your particular physical condition. And if you can sit cross-legged that's supportive for the practice. If not, and you need a chair, that's perfectly okay. The idea is just to stay awake, yet comfortable and relaxed. Your hands are resting comfortably in your lap or on your knees. Your eyes are either closed or maintaining a gaze, if you're comfortable and used to that. So just check in for a few seconds to make sure you have a comfortable posture that's going to support you during this meditation. And what I'd like to focus on for this meditation is a very well-known and very powerful, very effective, but simple teaching. It's direct, uncluttered, and was given by one of the greatest Indian yogi Mahasiddhas that has ever lived, that we know of anyway called Tilopa, and this is one of Tilopa's most famous teachings, which is titled Tilopa's Six Words of Advice, or Six Nails, meaning effectively to hit the nail on the head, which is what he did with this particular teaching. 
and it doesn't get much simpler than this. But really, the simpler the practice and the teaching, the more brilliant it is. So I'm going to use those six points for this guided meditation. So the six points. I'll go through each six and then we'll elaborate on each. One. Don't recall. Let go of the past. Of everything that has passed. Two. Don't imagine. Let go of the future. Of all ideas of what might come. Three. Don't think. Don't pick up ideas in the present moment. Four. Don't examine. Let go of wanting to figure things out or to analyze things. Five. Don't control. Let go of all your expectations and ideas about what meditation should be. Six. Rest. Just relax fully into the present moment. So this first point to recap and reflect on this in this meditation as I speak. Don't recall. We sit in meditation and we make the commitment just to let go of the past. Thoughts from the past may spontaneously arise in the mind's eye and that's perfectly natural. We don't suppress them. We don't block them. But the key point here is don't indulge them. Don't get swept away in past memories, past regrets, past fantasies. The past is gone. In fact, there's no such thing as the past. Because it's only an imagination in the present moment. A conceptualization. Which is often faulty. Skewed. 
biased and distorted by our own perceptions and conditionings. It clouds the mind, clutters the mind when we let go and we don't recall. This is one step towards freedom. Liberation from this faulty concept of me. Stuck in past memories, we construct a self continuously. Sometimes a pleasant idea of the self, often an unpleasant, judgmental, harsh view of this self. But pleasant or unpleasant, it's all just a dream. An imagination. So we let go of this dream. Of dreaming the past into the present. And be free. Be empty. Open. And uncluttered by the past. The second point, don't imagine, let go of what you think or hope the future will be, or fear what the future might be or bring, there's no such thing as the future, it's merely an imagination. This imagination may influence the way the future unfolds. Whether it goes bad, whether it goes good, so-called. But are you willing to be empty? To remain open to the future? To just trust and allow the future to unfold as it will and as it unfolds. It's not the future. It becomes the present, the now. So as we let go of our imagination about the future, we put our clingings and attachments down our hopes and fears. Our desires and longings. Our anxieties about the future. And when we are willing to do what Tilopa encourages us to do, 
Don't imagine. We are free. We let go of our fears and anxieties. Now that's not to say that they won't spontaneously arise in the mind's eye. But when we wake up and put them down, because we see the clinging in it, we see the stress, the suffering and the delusion. And so we automatically put it down. Simply by seeing in our direct experience right now the way the dreams of the future clutter our minds. Deluding us again and again by constructing a false sense of self and other. The third point. Don't think. Let go of whatever's happening, even within the present moment or even an idea of the present moment. Can you just be empty? Empty of thoughts, of constantly putting a name, a label, an analysis, to what's happening in the present moment. Thoughts will arise, concepts and ways of constructing meaning about the present moment. We see it. We don't fight it. We don't repress it, but we let go naturally with each moment of waking up. And when we wake up to the way we live in constructs in our head, they naturally dissolve, but no pushing, no pulling. The fourth point, don't examine. Let go of trying to analyze what's happening. Just be like a child. Open, full of wonder, without a library of words and concepts. perceptions and opinions 
about what's taking place in your immediate experience. Be willing not to know anything with the intellect. But when you stop examining and analyzing, it doesn't mean you're stupid. Because you start to understand things in a non-conceptual way. With wisdom. So, no analysis. Just noticing. Bare awareness. Becoming more and more uncluttered in the mind in the heart. The fifth point. Don't control. Let go of trying to make things happen within your meditation practice. We're dropping all desires for special experiences, dropping all ideas about what we should be getting, what should be happening, and thus getting tight and tense as we try to demand the way things should be. So we put all of that down Letting go of the controller, this one who thinks they're in charge, the one who thinks they're driving the vehicle, and we willingly take our place in the back seat as a quiet, observant passenger, just flowing with the journey letting go of wanting to control anything. We see these control freak tendencies as they arise. And in seeing, with wisdom, they dissolve. When we see the control freak tendencies within our own meditation experience, we see how stressful that is, how tight it makes us, and the way that meditation can simply perpetuate this false sense of self or ego. So the sixth and final point, rest, completely relax in each moment as it rises and falls. As the Buddha said, see how letting go of the world is peaceful. There's nothing you need to hold on to. And there's nothing you need to push away. 
So there's nothing you need to do. There's nothing you need to manufacture. And so Talopa is encouraging us to see there's nothing we need to control. To get. To figure out. What does that feel like? To completely rest with absolutely no demands on you. No memories, no imagination of the future, no conceptualizations in the present moment, no analysis or examination, no controlling anything, complete permission to relax, to put down the burdens that we carry around with us most of the time. Consciously or unconsciously. Rest. You've been listening to Attracting Lasting Love with Roy Biancalana. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review and share it with anyone you think might benefit from listening. Check out our website at coachingwithroy.com and tune in every week for more insights and wisdom on creating healthy, lasting, conscious relationships.